enter if you dare this ghastly conversation of teens fraught with despair and recent lacerations. Final girl, chase after her, don't let her get away. But first, the slumber podcast massacre. Welcome to Slumber Podcast Massacre with TNA. That's Tim. That's Andy. And this is a podcast about horror. Every week, Tim and I, we get together, we talk about a different film from the horror genre, from your well-known classic down to that rare gem that's very unassuming on the front, but you turn it over. Oh my God, it's covered in spiders. (laughs) (laughs) This week, Tim and I are covering, it's the start of a new mini series. We should say it's August, summer's winding down. So this month. Uh, the theme is Summer of Fear, and we're covering uh, movies that have, uh, have to do with our, our real-life fears. Yes. Personally, the hosts, not ours as a collective. <laughs> we don't do those types of movies. <laughs> collective fears. Uh, but yeah, we're getting started. Uh, this is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a bit of an arachnophobe, so uh, we're jumping in, uh, starting it off from 1977. It's Kingdom of the Spiders. Now, Tim, I know uh, my level of fear of spiders is uh, not everyone has, but everyone's a little afraid of spiders. I feel so. How afraid of spiders are you? You know, uh, I'm. I'll be honest. Not very. Uh, I, and I'm gonna. I'm going to. I will say. Um, there are some small creatures that I don't care for, like r- rodents. The way right. that you are about spiders is the way that I am about like mice and rats. Uh, I think that they're kind of neat creatures. And, and some people tell me that happen to know a lot of, about the subject that they're actually pretty intelligent. Rodents are. Sure. So I respect them. That's fine. I just don't want them in my house. <laughs> they can be anywhere else and, and I'll love them to death. Um, spiders, though, I have always thought were cool. And I th- I don't know if part of that has to do with I, I I was a huge Spider-Man fan as a kid yeah um loved Spider-Man and um I I don't know I never had any traumatic experiences with spiders um they always seemed very cool to me even when I'd go to pet stores and they'd have like one or two tarantulas <laughs> yeah um you know I I just was fascinated by them I always thought it was a little tricky like when i learned i think i mentioned this in the other episode when i learned that their mouths are sort of underneath (laughs) you know um so that was kind of you know that doesn't feel like they're playing fair but uh (laughs) but no i'm honest to god it is i'm not trying to be a tough guy i legitimately just think that they're really neat that they're very cool creatures yeah so i have i have like if I see a spider like crawling along on the floor, or whatever that that does nothing for me. It, yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't bother. Now, if you're, it's not all insects that I'm easy about though. Like you get one of those goddamn outer space fucking what do they call those house centipedes? Uh, yeah, like water bugs <laughs> or whatever. The, yeah. They are aliens, is what they yes. are. Aliens from another planet crawling up out of your kitchen sink. That I will freak out about. But a spider, not really. I believe those also have a venom, like they could bite oh, you. Oh, default. God, that makes it even worse. I'm not sure, though. I might have just made that oh, up in man. my mind. They get so huge. Yeah. I mean, they can get, like, honestly, like the size of your hand. They yeah. can be enormous. I mean, so could a spider. You wouldn't be afraid of a spider the size of your hand. No. I'd, I on. would want it to be bigger. 
what if you were you know you like woke up in the middle of the night and there was one on your bed i don't know I'll, well i'll tell you what i've always felt like the way that a cockroach when you see if you see a roach like running along the floor yeah. or whatever like it feels like that little fucker is up to no good and it's too <laughs> stupid to know the difference like it's just it's just bad like through and through born bad but a spider to me, I don't know, it's it doesn't have any rooting in science, but it just seems a little a little more chill, a little bit more thoughtful of a creature. It doesn't it doesn't feel mm. like it's um See, I feel they're plotting and patient. <laughs> that makes sense. Before they kill you. <laughs> they do look a little crafty, don't they? I yeah. mean, they look like they're a little too, you know, big for their britches. Like uh they're just kind of Well, they don't have eyeballs, so it's not like you can see them looking around. It's just they're there, <laughs> omnipresent. <laughs> because they have the eight eyes, so they can see a lot of what's going around them. Uh, I'm getting queasy just uh, talking about it. <laughs> I think this is great. No, the, but <laughs> the eyes, the eyes get me. The so eyes, bad. really. I'll tell you, um, the one thing that I've that interests me about spiders, and sometimes it's those really, really tiny ones that remind you of it, but how fast, like lightning fast they can be sure. to where it's like th they move and you literally didn't see like the traveling, <laughs> the transit like didn't exist. It was like, boom, they're over there. Yeah. Um, so that explains th this movie, how people got the spiders <laughs> on them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They kind of come from nowhere, don't they? Yeah, they do. Um, but uh, but no, I mean, especially I, I, tarantulas were just uh, in, in particular, were just one of those creatures that I always thought was really neat. I always wanted one as a pet. Have you ever held a tarantula? Yes. Yeah. And they tell you, you just got to keep your hand really flat. Like you don't want to curl. Like you just want to keep it real nice and flat. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I've held one. It was pretty neat. I enjoy or sever it off at the wrist. <laughs> now, if, let me ask you this question. This is a fun, uh, a fun way to put it in perspective. Let's just say that I went out and bought myself a tarantula, and I had one at my house. Yeah, and I took care of it and everything. Uh, which would be weird because I, I don't know much about animals, but I'm, I'm sure I could figure it out. <laughs> so let's say I have one of these things, and it's living in the house. And then I asked you to come over. And let's just say watch a movie. Yeah. And let's say I keep the tarantula in the room <laughs> where we're watching the movie. Yeah. But it's in a cage yeah. or whatever you put a tarantula in. Yeah. How Terraria. how would you how would that affect you or would it affect you? Uh yeah, I, I mean I wouldn't enjoy it. I would probably be watching the spider more <laughs> than the movie just to make sure it's not getting out. Uh, really? Wow. Yeah. Now can you I mean I would never be like I'm not coming over. I would be like, I feel like you knew about my thing with spiders and did it anyway. That's not a good friend. No, I would. I, I that's the thing. Even if I had one, if I had one, I would put it in the bedroom or something. Yeah, you know. I mean, I because I know how you feel because you've always been this way. And uh, honestly, I think it's I think it's uh, admirable for you to be honest about saying like, "Hey, man, spiders freak me the fuck out." Yeah. I'm not. You know, I, it, it's not about proving yourself or manhood or whatever it's like these particular things freak my shit out yeah and th now let me ask you just real quick because i know we'll talk about it as we as we cover the movie but um do you, do you even remember where that might have started not really um i have a vague recollection of being a kid and watching like an old movie with my dad and in it 
and uh, this might not even be accurate at all, but my memory is like a big lecture hall and down on the, you know, proscenium or whatever that area is called. This is it. I don't know. I'm just throwing out big words here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there was a, a large like tarantula. And I think my dad's like, and they were talking about how that, how it's dead. And he, my dad's like, they think it is, but it comes back to life. And I just remember being like, what? <laughs> like what kind of havoc would that, uh, uh, reek on 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 uh on society so i don't know if that maybe started it i don't know but yeah then it just turned into uh if i saw a spider and that's it so that's it so it wasn't like it wasn't like something that necessarily just like started in high school it would have been all through like middle school elementary school that whole thing okay okay for sure and now now but you have said though that you feel like You've gotten better about it. Explain to me what better means. Okay. Well, I can at least like uh, still be in a room that I know had a spider in it. That's huge. (laughs) I mean, when I was a kid and there's a spider in my room, I slept on the couch for like three, three nights. Wow. Yeah. Uh, If the spider was not caught and killed. Um, Do you, you know, I can kill spiders now. Like I would not never even go close enough to kill a spider. Okay. You know, uh, being a dad, I had to deal with that. So that was a thing that I just had to suck up. I don't get as queasy or like, (laughs) but now like we're recording this. We just watched this movie. We're like, boom, (laughs) go right into a recording, which we never do. But uh, we got some Jimmy John's halfway through. I had to stop eating. I could not eat anymore. Uh, I lost my appetite just seeing the spiders. Um, it used to be real. Like there was one time. I mean, just the idea of contact I might have had with things spider related. Like there's one time in particular. I remember uh, I was do- it was middle school. I was doing a play. And we were, you know, building set or whatever. And I had grabbed this board that just had like cobwebs and all this shit on it. Uh, and just like tossed it aside. Didn't really think much of it. And then we went home. We're eating chili dogs for dinner. And as I'm like eating it, it like flashes into my mind. I picked up that board. And I'm like, I never washed my hands. So now my hands are still contaminated with whatever spider cobweb was on there i mean it had been on two hours <laughs> and i went and vomited everything oh my god just the idea of i might have like just ingested old spider dust or something like was that was enough okay two things uh about that number one it's it, it's been far too long since i've had a chili dog right like, yeah, I I just, know. <laughs> it just despite the vomit like you just made me hungry for chili dogs Number two, um, this is now at least the second time that I've heard you in relation to something that is fearful actually being enough to elicit vomiting, which is like, it, it's, it's funny. Yeah. Well, the first one was the, did the we, Ozzy, talk about, the, it yeah, was the Ozzy. we talked about it on the show, the yeah. Ozzy album cover. That was more a combination of the smell of that place and the oh, look of it. Okay. Like it, it wasn't, I mean, it was frightening for its, you know, demonic imagery or whatever it was trying to, it was trying to be scary, of course. But it, did it have that like musty record store yeah, smell? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that weird musty smell. Yeah. 
combined with the it was just like red jelly and i was and it was just like <laughs> is that jelly like how long has that been in his mouth is that like warm jelly now like those thoughts are what make me then vomit yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's a whole other thing no this is spiders made me vomit yeah Th- now that it, it's not a thing that happens a lot you've heard like the two times right where I've- <laughs> <laughs> but okay so so that kind of it, it's funny though that um the vomit even, even if it's only happened you know a couple of times that is like a it's a specific mechanism within the body and this this sounds like common sense but uh but if you really think about it it is it is very specific to uh the brain telling itself that it needs to purge something <laughs> yeah. for its own safety right like it needs there is something so toxic that it might hurt me i have to get it out so that speaks to a pretty deep seated fear of of those things of spiders or or ozzy osborne (laughs) but mainly spiders but um but that is fascinating and i i just i don't know i guess in in some way i while i wish that you didn't have to deal with that i think it is um I got it lets you know you're alive. Sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's it's part of the for somebody to be as affected by something as that. Yeah. Is uh, that's pretty powerful. And it's a real bummer, too, because I would love to like I would love to live on a lake. Oh, yeah. That's going to be so hard to do. Oh, OK. No, no, no. You just reminded me of something. Now, maybe this isn't everywhere. Maybe it's just the houseboats that I've inquired about, which I've never actually stayed on one before. But I there's a place nearby that has, you know, houseboats that you can get like kind of like a hotel room. Yeah. And I, I've looked into it. I've never stayed there. But but they always talk about and even in the reviews, I don't know what it is specifically about lakes in general that that makes this happen. But it's like guaranteed when you wake up in the morning, there's going to be spider webs yeah. from from like just even what was cleared out the day before. Yeah. So you've stayed on a houseboat several times. Did you have to deal with spiders on that boat? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't. Nancy did. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, you know, and again, I've been better. Now, the first time we did the houseboat, that was 2000. Uh, I was still real bad then. And man, up north, like lake spiders, some of the <laughs> funkiest looking spider like we'd ever seen. Just like, so each, each spider is a terrifying and just a new, a new door of, oh, you didn't know. Your greatest fear could also look like this. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah. So, I mean, it, yeah, that was like once a day I would like leave the houseboat so she could hunt down whatever weird ass. Uh, Why do they like what is the environment? Well, because water bugs use water oh. to procreate. It's a huge part. So anywhere there's water, there's going to be a ton of fucking bugs. And anywhere there's a ton of bugs, there's. So spiders. the spiders are eating the bugs. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Well, that makes sense. <sighs> yeah. So. Well, good on you to, to just suck it up and make that shit happen. Yeah. Like I know, you know, ha- I know the risk of I could wake up and there's one on my face. Like, sure, that could happen. It hasn't happened. I know the odds are low. Now, every once in a while, I will get the like just reminder of how bad i can be because i can be like oh i'm brave and i'll you know this spider i'll like kill that spider whatever we're watching because we've got the projector in the garage and we're watching uh not too long ago 
And like there was like something in the picture, like I, that I I'm like, whoa, what is that? Like I couldn't focus on it. And I was like, oh, is that like a big piece of dust or what is that? And finally I focused and a fucking spider had come down from the ceiling. It was literally six inches from my face. Oh. Just hanging. And that's what I couldn't focus. And I did the whole like, like pushed back, <laughs> like nearly collapsed the chair as I got up. And then I'm like, ah. then I couldn't find it. I'm like, where in a three dimensional space? Like it was so small. It was so small. Uh, but I lost it. Do you do you use a pest control service in the house? No. Oh, okay. Well, that's no. okay. So here's the thing. I mean, what I like about what you've got going on is that it's obviously from what you just said, it's still a real thing, but it's not like it's debilitating. Like no. if you don't, if you're not even using a pest service in the house, like you're fine. You're totally fine. Like it's, I mean, I'm not saying that it doesn't affect you when you see one, right? but it's not like, um, like an obsessive thing like that some people have. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, I know there's no way I'm eradicating spiders. Right. Well, so. and you're, you're kind of a fan of just, uh, reality in the world and nature, just doing what nature yeah. does as opposed to like lofty thoughts about it, you know, or, or speculations. You're, you're a realist that way. Yeah. And you accept the fact that spiders exist. Yeah. I'm the same way with ants. Everyone in my house is like, kill the ants. I'm like, they're just going to get some food and you know, yeah. they don't know what they're doing. Right. No. Then they're gonna leave us alone. Plus, you know what about ants? Like, if if you're you know one of those people that doesn't like pests, I mean, I, I'm I mean, I I don't enjoy killing anything, but ant traps are like the most like best money spent in the world. That's like, if you true. have ants, all of a sudden you wake up. We've all had this where you look down at the ground and you're like, oh, there's an ant, and then there's another ant, and then there's another ant. And you're like, god damn it, you just feel gross and icky, and your skin is crawling. You go out and just put some ant traps down. The next day, they are fucking gone. And by gone, yeah. I mean dead. But yes. but yeah, I mean, it, it's so effective. Um, I will say, though, uh, I would ask you to probably continue not using a pest service. Because if you do, yeah. one of the drawbacks is, is that there's a bit of uh, an increase in activity before there's a decrease. Oh. So if you get your house sprayed, you'll see like the fucking spiders will come out oh. and you will see them and they're coming out because they're dying. You right. Know? Um, but uh, they want you to see what you've done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See what you've done to yeah. me. I'm just going to curl up on your bed. You've made worms meat <laughs> of me. <laughs> Just a little, That's a little deep cut. <laughs> Franco Zeffirelli, Romeo and Juliet, uh, deep cut there. Um, but yeah, so uh, well, that's good. I'm I'm glad and that I, it's you know we live in an old house. Yeah, this house is over 100 years old. Not that like spiders care about that, but I don't know. Maybe we've got enough old asbestos in here that's keeping them at bay. Well, and and maybe they're just chasing away the ghosts. Oh, that could be true. <laughs> So yeah, it's a symbiotic relationship. But there. the spider ghosts. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh man! Yeah, that's that's gonna be tough. It's yeah. gonna be tough. Yeah, might as well just hang it up right now. Yeah, I. But you know, I, will I ever get over spiders? Probably not. But it, but if I ever want to live on a lake, I'm gonna have to fucking get over it. 
Yeah, you are. And maybe you just have to do that thing where you just have to like inundate yourself, like like immersion therapy. <sighs> just like get put yourself in a room and lay down, just let them crawl all over you. Dude, that's, that would not go well. <laughs> that would not go well. Well, you know, th- you know, some other place where things didn't go well. <laughs> oh, are you talking about Verde Valley? Yes. Yeah, Tim. It's Kingdom of the Spiders from 1977. It was uh, it was written by Alan Caillou and Richard Robinson, directed by John John Bud Cardos. Uh, it is uh, Cardos. Cardos. All right. Uh, starring William Shatner and Tiffany Bowling, it had a budget of one million dollars, which had to be seventy-five percent, <laughs> like bug wranglers. With a box office of seventeen million, that sounds huge. Yeah, for a movie I... that was near impossible to find to watch. <laughs> right, it, and it is. It it, it might be. It, could we say that it's probably been? It's at least among the most difficult to find. Oh yeah, of, maybe the most difficult. Yeah, well, there yeah. was one that we were going to do and could not find it. Right, we had to just not do that one. But right. yeah, we even found Truth or Dare, <laughs> Critical yeah. of Badness. I was I was shocked because I remember Kingdom of the Spiders as being like pretty well known. I mean, obviously yeah. it it did well at the box office. Um, it was on TV a lot. As, yeah. I mean, it was shown on TV uh, in in what would have been probably oh just a couple of years after it came out. I remember it being on TV like around maybe seventy nine eighty like yeah. around there. Um, so and even if people hadn't seen it, they know it. Yeah. I, I cannot believe that it's or at least not people on, like, we grew up with. Let's you know, right? But yeah, the the only I bought it, <laughs> so I now own this <laughs> fucking movie. Uh, that feels like the, progress. Like, the only way we could rent it was to rent the Riff Tracks version of it <laughs> right. off of Amazon. So I was almost willing to do that. That would have been kind of a fun little twist. Yeah, yeah. No, and I I was uh I was kind of looking forward to that. I I ended up finding a pretty crispy version on uh YouTube. Like there's some bad ones. I mean, there's some yeah. that look like somebody just rubbed Vaseline over your eyes. But then there was one that was actually pretty good. So it's it's out there if you're listening to this and you want to watch it. Um if you hunt around a little bit on YouTube, you'll find a good one. Yeah. Um let me ask you this though, chronologically speaking. Um where is Shatner at in his career at the time that this movie comes out? How, how, when, well, for, okay, let me ask this question. Star Trek, the series, yeah. the, the television series, what, what years would that have been? Uh, that was in the sixties. So like 65 to 68, I think. Okay. Yeah. That sounds about right. That yeah, sounds about right. Something like that. So, like three years. so in 77, um, they had done the first Star Trek movie, hadn't they? Um, it, it might have come out that year as well. It okay, might be a seventy-seven release. Okay, okay. Um, I'll look it up right now. And and it just kind of, I mean, obviously this this movie is synonymous with two things: spiders and William Shatner. So it's worth kind of digging into him a little bit. Here's a here's a pretty serious question to ponder: Has William Shatner always been a punchline and does he deserve to be like, I mean, you know, everybody does a Shatner impersonation. It's kind of like, you know, like 
impersonation 101. Everybody does, a, you know, like a dramatic pausing Shatner impersonation. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, he c- catches a lot of flack for being a uh, uh, kind of a hackneyed actor. Right. right. Which I There's, think he leans into pretty yes. hard as well. He's got a really good sense of humor. Like yeah. he's he's in on the joke. Yes. Like it's you know he gets it and he goes with it. And he's he's a pretty funny guy. But do you think when you watch him on screen? I mean, he's not a joke. You no. know, he's he, there's he's passionate. He's always seems committed to the roles. Yeah, he's a very capable actor. Yeah, I've never been like, oh, bad performance by William Shatner. Right. I've never been Oscar performance by <laughs> William Shatner. But yeah, uh, yeah, he's always been fine. He makes some interesting choices, the sort of uh uh, spoken word version of Rocket Man. Yeah. I mean, this there are some questionable, uh, you know, decision making going on there. But you're right. I mean, you never say like, "Oh God," you know, William Shatner just absolutely ruined that movie or whatever. You right. just don't say that because he's he's better than that. Yeah. So I don't know. I just I wanted to take a moment to kind of well, at this point in his career, yeah, he was because the the Star Trek movie didn't come out for another two years. That came out oh. in seventy nine. So in between that, because those guys were not stars then, like it wasn't until Wrath of Khan where people were like, oh, you know what slaps Star Trek, (laughs) you know, and it's already 20 years after the TV show has been on. Um, So, yeah, following the show, you know, they are. You know, there aren't really trek conventions then right back then so and it's before tj hooker right yeah yeah it's before okay. tj hooker so yeah they're all just like out of work actors trying to find shit to do so yeah he does like this movie he does like a lot of like weird schlocky yeah movies that are just like oh yeah the dude from star trek okay right uh but yeah i wonder when the exaggerated that had to have just been through you know, those Trek movies. Well, you know, the, the um, comedians call it when somebody breaks uh, an impersonation, meaning like nobody knows how to impersonate somebody. And then one person breaks it. <laughs> right. And then everybody in the world can do it. But yeah. it took that one person to break it to, 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 you know, come up with those one or two or three little like tricks of yeah. the voice or, or, pronunciation or whatever it may be and then all of a sudden like dana carvey's george bush yes like no one else did an impression of george right. bush we just all did dana carvey's george bush <laughs> right exactly that's true um so so yeah it and well for super topical reference right <laughs> um but no i i uh well i'm glad that you shared that opinion then because it's you know i i do think the guy is like you said he's capable um he's always interesting to watch uh he's got this kind of weird maybe undeserved bravado on (laughs) screen but you know he owns it so that's fine um another defining characteristic uh other than shatner and the spiders in this movie is that I can't think of a ton of other movies that aren't straight up Westerns that are filmed in Arizona, like so specifically the desert. Yeah. Which I guess makes sense because we're talking about tarantulas. Yeah. (laughs) Probably didn't. They how my mind uh, views Arizona is this. I believe this is how Arizona is all the time. (laughs) Just blanketed by tarantulas. (laughs) You can't look anywhere without seeing six on your window. 
Well, yeah, and if it's not the tarantulas, well, it's really more scorpions than okay. it is tarantulas. Oh, just so you know, I mean, that's a really legit thing. My my family lives, uh, my immediate family all lives in Arizona, and uh, yeah, like my sister lived in an apartment complex where every night when she went to bed, she had to use a black light on the sheets to uh, look for the scorpions because the ones that really get you are very, very small and yeah. translucent. So you can only see them oh if you hold the black light. Yeah, I've heard them. the smaller the scorpion, yeah. the more. Yeah, when you see those big, like gnarly looking black ones, that's that's nothing to be worried about. But it's the little <laughs> tiny invisible ones that of will kill course. you. Right. So no, and that is a Which very is crazy because I do not have a scorpion thing at all. Like when I want to pick one up, probably not because I'm like have a stinger that might hurt. Right. Uh, but yeah, that's how I am with spiders. Like yeah. the I know. The smallest spider, one bite, I'm done. Right, right. You know, it kind of reminds me of... Um, it's irrational, I know. <laughs> but you know what, though? It, 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 all it takes is a little bit of knowledge about when things really can get you that way to know that, well, shit, maybe it is possible. What I'm talking about is there's a probably the deadliest creature on the planet. It's called Irukandji, and it's, uh, it's about the size of, like, maybe your thumbnail. It is clear... It is a jellyfish, and it's off of, like, the Great Barrier Reef in Australia. Mm -hmm. And if it stings you in the water, by the way, remember, it's, it's invisible. It's super tiny. If it stings you, you have a heart attack and are dead in 30 seconds. Jeez. And they are they will just kill you dead. They had all these divers that were, like, dying in what they thought were heart attacks, like just having cardiac right. events. But it turned out it was these tiny, invisible jellyfish. My God. <laughs> Right. So the world is out to get you, especially in the desert. And and it's something I think I've even referenced it on the show before. My mom would tell my my daughters when we were first, you know, going out there to visit them when they moved out to Arizona, that everything in the desert is trying to kill you. Like literally she she just picture my mom bending down to like my daughter's <laughs> eye level, like everything in the desert is trying to kill you. And she said those words and she meant it because it's true. Yeah. I mean, they they have snakes. They've had snakes in their bedroom before, like oh giant snakes, God. rattlesnakes, uh, scorpions, um, spiders, certainly uh, wild boar, javelina. Um, I mean, it's it's crazy out there. You know, it's the desert and you you kind of have to be a vicious creature or being even the plants for god's sake right you, yeah. to survive in that environment you have to be tough right you know so um so yeah and it and it's uh it's it, it is a dangerous place to be it's dangerous for fires it's dangerous for um you know uh it's a lot of wide open space here's the thing if you want to just go out walking in the fucking you know just desert literally it, it, nobody's going to look for you. I mean, nobody's right. looking out for you saying like, Hey, I think somebody, I don't know why I'm thinking this, but I think somebody just wandered off the highway into the <laughs> desert for five miles. We should go check. No, you're on your own and you're fucked. Yeah. Um, if, if you're, if you get caught out there by yourself and so, yeah, it's a dangerous place. So it, it kind of makes a great setting for a horror movie in that regard. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've driven through the desert once. And even that was like, you just don't get, you can't appreciate how barren it is everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, it's like the jokey, like, oh, no gas for 25 miles. No, no, no nothing for 25 <laughs> miles. Right. Like, literally, 
And it, it, it's even difficult to tell you're moving, like, because yeah. there's, like, nothing nothing to gain perspective on except, like, some, uh, some tufts of desert grass. No hope for 25 miles. Right. <laughs> there's, there's no shred of human kindness for the next 20 miles. Um, yeah, it's, it's a, it is an unforgiving and tough place. Uh, great setting for a horror movie. And visually, it's, it's beautiful. I mean, they, they filmed it in, well, you know what? I'm assuming that they filmed it in Verde Valley. I mean, they reference it. There's a song in the beginning. Uh, and I believe it was filmed in Verde Valley, which is about. So that's a, a real place? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. And it is, uh, it's about an hour north of where my parents are. Um, it's right near Sedona. Uh, Arizona. So Verde Valley is like, if you don't want to pay the money to live in Sedona, which is an ungodly amount, then you like live. Verde Valley is one of the nearby towns where you're close enough. Okay. And it's gorgeous though. It's high desert. So that means you've got like the, the big, you know, mountains and the like red rock and all that cool stuff that you, you know, if you picture like old timey cowboy movies and that sort of thing, that's what you see there. Yeah. And, uh, and we get a lot of that in the movie, which is great. Um, and uh, it, I did notice one or two things, though. Um, somebody mispronounced Prescott. They said Prescott, which is how it's spelled. But everybody yeah. out there says Prescott. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Um, and the other thing was it kind of seemed like they didn't quite know what to do with the accents. Did it, did it no. seem that way to you? Yeah. <laughs> like, some, <laughs> well, here's the thing. Arizona is one of those places where you're like, it's the South, isn't it? Like, don't, <laughs> wouldn't people here have Southern accents? Kind of the same way that people would think, you know, nobody, somebody that had never been to Indiana, where, where we're from, Northwest Indiana, they'd probably think that we had Southern accents, but oh, we sure. don't. Um, so yeah, the accents are a little all over. Shatner's kind of comes and goes. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's some, some characters are like, it's almost as if the, uh, the production crew didn't know if like, maybe is it always 1888 in Arizona, like nonstop forever? <laughs> like, no, they kind of move with the times like the rest of us, but, um, but they do a general rural accent. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. 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 They don't, they don't sound like they're from Brooklyn. No, I mean, that's fine. No, yeah, then nor should they. Um, so you've got this, uh, this character of Shatner being a veterinarian. Oh shit. Hold oh. on. I got to do Nansum oh, you real do. quick. I forgot to do Nansum. Uh, hey, it's Nansum. Uh, Dr. Diane Ashley has come to Verde Valley, Arizona to follow up on a disturbing lead. One of the local farmers prized calf was killed and it was due to an excessive amount of spider venom. She and local veteran, Jesus, she and local veterinarian, Dr. Rack Hansen, soon discovers that the spider's natural food has been wiped out from chemical pesticides. And now the spiders are migrating and looking for their next meal. Kingdom yeah. of the Spiders. Yeah. And isn't it kind of funny? Like, um, I mean, that is they make no bones about the fact that they're that these spiders are are hunting the people now because yeah. we get this um, this whole I wouldn't even call it a subtext. I mean, it's pretty in your face about uh, humans overusing pesticides, yeah. which is now kind of driven specifically the, DDT. I imagine that was. Yeah. Like new, it must have been a new thing at the time, like the hot. Yeah, because I will say this: they just come to that conclusion based on nothing in this movie. It's not like she's like, I've done a lot of research about you know. She's just like, 
probably the spider's food is dead from pesticides. That's it. Right. Yeah, we don't need a team of people like me to study this for a year like right. we probably should. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to figure it out. Joe Rogan immediately booked her for his <laughs> podcast. Right. She's an expert. Uh, and then talk to her about Bigfoot. Um, so... <laughs> So, um, yeah, it's uh, there's the science is a little uh, fast and loose in this. It's true. Um, But uh, but, you know, they give you just enough of it to be like, oh, okay, yeah, that that makes sense. And it's like we've talked about before. You just give you give just the a littlest touch of like pseudoscience and enough to make the audience feel smart, like they've learned something like now they're experts instantly. And it's enough to, to go on. But um, is it me or the whole veterinarian thing with Shatner? Uh, man, does it like they mentioned that early on? You see him give a shot to a steer. Right. Um, which, by the way, in that scene when he's getting ready to rope the steer, he's on the horse and he's doing that swing around circular motion with the lasso. I, I'm no lasso expert. Um, I'm not uh, even uh, intermediate. Yeah. <laughs> but. I imagine that there's some usefulness to like continually swinging that around before you throw it. Yeah. But I would think you'd only have to do that like five times and then throw it. <laughs> but he's fucking just working that circle. That's fun. <laughs> you know, yeah. That looks cool. He's showing off for that lady yeah. he's with. He probably, they set up a lot of things about him that really don't have any kind of payoff. Like, because even that at the, in that scene... He kind of rolls around with the girl and she calls him John or yeah. something, who is apparently her ex-husband, his dead brother. Killed in Nam, killed as he in, says. Yeah, killed in Nam. But like that never really is a thing ever again. No. Uh, you know, because he like takes care of his niece and and his sister-in-law, apparently. Yeah. Um and he's getting real close to taking good care of her. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and that's yeah. It's a little a little weird. It's very weird. Uh but then it's never like I would understand that they had a, a past and now because the brother's dead, now they don't do any it's one of those things like, wow, we effed up. I don't know. I don't know. Give me a layer to this or something. I don't, yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I'm going to say this, and I don't know this for sure, and I'm sure it's not across the board, but I don't think I'm too far off base to say that way back when, if like a brother died, it wasn't that uncommon for like the brother to then marry that his dead brother's wife. Sure. Like I think that that was just kind of a thing. Almost. I don't want to go so far as to say expected, In but the kind 70s, of. Though? Well, probably, you know, yeah, yeah 1870s. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's true. But you know what? I mean, and I'm not saying this in any sort of like creeper way, but she wants it in, the, in they, this yeah, movie. And that's the other weird thing is she kind of wants it, but then she calls him the wrong name. Like, yeah. So, so maybe he knows that she. it's not really him that she's after. It's just a connection to her dead husband. That could be. That yeah. could be. Yeah. So, yeah, that's just a weird. I mean cool like i that's a nice at least this character has some things going right but it just seems out of place in this movie it does well yeah and and, it's not an issue like that's never part of a conflict or anything well yeah and like i mentioned when we were watching it you know apparently 
like once the spiders start invading the town, even in the very beginning before they realize it's a big problem, apparently nobody's got any sick animals anywhere because <laughs> you'd you'd absolutely forget that he was a veterinarian or you wouldn't even know it in the first place yeah. if they didn't tell you right in the beginning. Yeah, but because you're right, he should have been a cop or like yeah. a sheriff. The right. sheriff can, you know, be around when they're like, oh, man. He's just stopping by and they're like, oh, hey, why? Hey, why you're here? Look, my calf is sick. The local vets having it checked out. Right. And then that can start everything. Yeah, because like I, I think maybe they thought that they had to make him a veterinarian because there has to be a reason for um, the specialist, the scientist to seek him out. Like, hey, I'm here. I'm sent from the university. Uh, I'm here to talk with the town's veterinarian because we're, you know, that's the closest thing to my yeah. my level of work. But you could also make that argument the same way that Jaws did, that, like, you would talk to the sheriff of the town. <laughs> right. He doesn't have to be a veterinarian. He right. could just make him the Especially sheriff. a small yeah. community like this. Right. Right. I don't know how big the real place of Verde Valley is. It's but not. Yeah. It's yeah, kind of, you know, it's, a, it's, it's like your... how it looks where things are pretty desolate. Okay. You know? <laughs> Yeah, um, this is your atypical remote desert town. Yeah. But um, but we get thank God we do get that scientist rolling into town played by Tiffany Bowling. Um, she is something uh, she's uh, it's, it's so bizarre to say this, but it's I'm going to say it because it, it should be examined and and it should be. I think I want to say admonished that I like seeing an older woman play a lead role in films it's 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 very very sad that i have to say that right. but it's so rare and she's only 30 like but that might as well be 80 by hollywood <laughs> right. standards yeah. and she doesn't look 18 but she also looks really good she's got some really cool fashion um they really do her up she has this like the driving gloves <laughs> yeah she's got driving gloves well first of all a scientist sounds like a fancy job, but I don't think scientists are rich necessarily. Like working at a university, do they make like Mercedes? I mean, Benz it depends money? on how good you are, I guess. I guess. Are you published a lot? Because she's a, technically an arachnologist. Oh, okay. Okay. So she does have a, you know, a specified field. I don't know. Maybe she's written books. Because it just feels yeah, they're not normally like I'm rich because I'm a scientist. It's like I also wrote some books because it feels to me like like it's a bit of like a uh, a place marker in your life, like before and after you have driving gloves. Like <laughs> right. there, there was a time before you had driving gloves and then you became a driving gloves person. Yeah. After that. And yeah, it comes with a certain level of uh, of esteem. But uh, but yeah, she rolls into town with her driving gloves and uh, she looks great. She I'm so thrilled that you pointed out a similarity to Julianne Moore, specifically in The Big Lebowski, uh, her character in that. Yeah. Um, and uh, almost to where as is the second that you said that and I'm watching the rest of the movie, I'm like, oh, my God, I think they told Julianne Moore to watch this movie <laughs> and watch her because it's so it's just like her. I mean, she kind of does a, like a hyper. Version sure. Yeah. Of it. Yeah. But um, but yeah, she's uh, she's really kind of got her um, her wits about her. Yeah. Um, she ends up very confident. Uh, yeah. And it's it's yeah, it's a nice thing to see. Um. So she's fun to watch. She's great. Um, some of the other performances <laughs> are, you know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe Verde Valley doesn't have a lot of a 
the biggest talent pool or biggest yeah. pool of, of anything, yeah, really. I only listed two actors when I said who was in this movie. <laughs> right, I mean, that's what I wrote down, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, the, the rest of the supporting cast, oh, my God. I mean, it's their they vary from okay to just like severe eye roll, yeah. you know? And when I, I want to make something clear, cause I I've thought about this when I've listened to some older episodes, sometimes I'll reference community theater as a, uh, kind of like a put down, uh, for things. And, and I, I honestly don't, I don't mean all community theater. I mean, what, what is regarded as, yeah. you know, typical community theater. You and I are lucky enough to live in a place where the community theater is actually of a, of a very, very high level. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't mean to put that down, but when you see one actor in particular in this movie, you're like, my God, I've been on stage with people like that before. <laughs> and it's no fun. Um, not you, by the way. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so, but you know, the, the thing is, I guess the overriding theme of, of this entire movie, while it takes a little bit to get going, um, is that, uh, you're best to go about watching this movie in uh, a humorous and fun way. This is one where absolutely you should be cracking beers with your buddies <laughs> and riffing on some, you know, bad line readings and some just goofy ass shit because uh I mean it's it's pretty easy target for that kind of oh, stuff. Oh yeah. But I mean what, let me but let me ask you that though. <laughs> and this is a tough question to answer. Do you think this is a bad movie or a good movie? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> um, oh man, because yeah, it's not awful. Uh, you know, the performances are what I would expect from a 1977 not famous William Shatner movie. You know, <laughs> um, and I think the you know they use a ton of spiders in this movie so it's not not really lacking there like yeah. they they brought the kingdom of the spiders i mean this has to be the most amount of spiders wrangled for one film ever. five thousand they had was that true was five thousand they paid mexican wranglers ten bucks each and which is great money for 77 or for, yeah. for anybody. Um, so yeah. And they got 5,000 of them. So that would be what? $50,000 of the oh budget my God. went to the spiders. Um, but yeah, no, you are the absolute number one perfect person to ask. Okay. So here we are talking about good or bad. How effective is the spiderness of this movie? Uh, I mean, all right. It's, I mean, there's, two areas because the idea of it is terrifying like i like as a kid i remember standing like waiting at the bus and just being like what if every leaf on every tree all of a sudden turned into a spider like what would i do <laughs> yeah oh <my> yeah <laughs> so like this movie is kind of that where it's just like they're everywhere um <laughs> That is amazing. That's an amazing thought for a child <laughs> yeah, to have. I know. <laughs> uh, but, Thankfully, uh, that never happened. Yeah. Of all my bad ideas, um, but yeah. So this is like. So yeah, when when you those moments where they're like in the car, or in the plane, like especially like if you're in a place where you cannot get away from them at all. Uh, 
Like I would have pitched that plane immediately into the ground. I would have been like, "That's this is it," uh, and you're all coming with me, you know. Um, but you know, then at the same time, these spiders are, you know, <laughs> breaking windows. Um, they'll just like, you know, they're not jumping spiders, so they have to crawl up your leg, but somehow. And and tarantulas are kind of clumsy. Like if you watch them, it's not they're not a very graceful spider. True, yeah. Uh, it seems like they aren't as like adherent to you know stickiness. That I'm sure their weight is part of that. So as you're walking by, like for a spider, a spider to hop, get on your foot, and still stay on as you're walking in a fast pace enough to then crawl up your body. It would be hard for one to do. But in this movie, it's like just if you step by them, you are head to toe now covered. Right. In spiders. They're all over your back. So, so they okay, be. so they definitely bring the the volume of spiders. Yeah. So we've got a lot there. And and you're right, because there there are some really nice moments where especially there's one scene in particular where the actor is in the, the foreground and in the background, you see a ceiling vent or like a, f- a fan vent and you just start to see him kind of like dropping out of it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and that is really effective. Yes. Like it, that gives you, even me who is not afraid of spiders, it made me feel like a little, you <laughs> yeah. know? Um, so yeah, they see, I would have been way ahead of that. Cause when they're like, we'll just lock ourselves in here. I'd have been like, what the fuck is that going to do to spiders? <laughs> right. I oh, this door is locked. Guess I can't get in here. You know, it's funny about the overall like danger of this situation. Now they do say that the spiders, uh, that the, their particular venom is five times stronger than a normal tarantula's venom, which by the way, Oh, I it, missed that part. Yeah. It's oh, see, it, and they said that stuff in. And the thing is, it's like, why like they they do they explain the ddt thing like even if we're going with that like okay we use pesticides we've eradicated their natural food source so now they have to find other sources of food they've turned on humans and livestock or whatever yeah okay so that's fine but why would their venom suddenly be five times stronger yeah you know it's not like i missed that and that's so unnecessary yeah and and by the way this might because i hate the oh this miracle and evolution happened for (laughs) Yeah. A plot device like right. that. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, an entire it work like that. An entire evolutionary process took place in like three years. <laughs> right. You know, they figured it out. But, you know, you'd have to, though. It might have just been something that somebody put in because maybe there was somebody on that set that knew and went to somebody and they're like, um, you know, that a tarantula's venom is not dangerous at all. It's That's a like lie. a beasting. It's a beasting. It'll kill you. <laughs> no, it is a tarantula's venom. I don't believe it you. can kill you if you're allergic. If you're not allergic, like like bee stings, it won't won't do anything to you. Mm. I mean, it might make you a little sick, might might be some skin irritation, but it is not a it's not killer like a rattlesnake bite. You don't have to go get anti venom if you get uh, bitten by a tarantula. That's true. Right, because you wouldn't make it; you'd be dead. <laughs> Now you have this worked up in your mind, but I'm telling you, it's it's totally fine. You should that you should See, love. This. I can have irrational thoughts too. 
Um, but no, it's so, I mean, you know, the, it, 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 you mentioned it and I, I don't know, it kind of gets me a little bit like the boarding up of the windows. <laughs> How in the fuck are they breaking the windows? Right. That's, I've never, <laughs> like, maybe if they are all like, okay, just constantly tap with your fangs. I don't, you know. How strong are is that? Right. Yeah. Not very. But yeah, just them being on the window though seems to it's breaking. I do. I do love the fact that we get, which is, I mean, let's just call this movie what it is. It's it's Jaws with spiders. It is, yes. So you get the the POV yeah, shots. When the mayor rolls up, you're just like, my God, <laughs> yeah. is it the Fourth of July? Right. <laughs> But why? no, kind of, because they got the fair coming in. Yeah, it, yeah there why, are why so he, many. Why didn't they have the mayor of Verde Valley just say, we're going to keep these beaches open? <laughs> yeah, I mean, just right. fucking come right out and say it. Um, but yeah, so we get those we get those POV shots like Jaws, you know, where the camera is going in the, the blades of grass and what have yes. you. So that's kind of fun. And, and the first victim is a cow, which... Is super cute. I I think cows are kind of coming into their own. Like, have you noticed that pe- more people are yeah. like, "Hey, cows are super cute." Yeah, and and they they really are. They're amazing creatures. But sadly, this one does not fare well. Um, now, I wanted to ask you because the closed captions that I had for this were <laughs> askew. Let's put it that way. Um, but when the cow is bitten by the spider in the movie. My closed caption was uh, having the the owner of the cow ask William Shatner's character, "Is it the black leg?" Yeah, is was he saying that or black plague? I heard leg, black leg. Yeah, so that must be. Do a... we, is that a thing? I was going to look that up. I, I I ran out of time, but um, I thought he kept because he said it a couple of times. Is it the black leg? Um, but uh, I I don't know if that's a thing. Let's see, black leg. Yeah. Clostridal mitosis. It's an infectious, non-contagious disease. Oh, it it's is when a thing they man. ingest bacterial spores. Wow, something uh, no, I had to open. Oh, up black leg. Okay. Yeah. So yes, it's a real thing. Black okay. Leg. Okay. Well, that's cool. I mean, they had a little bit of. Uh, they they brought yes, the knowledge. The first time there. I thought he said black plague. Right. But then the second time I was like, oh, black leg. And at that, that point, it's like, that's that's a big jump. Or are we going <laughs> right. straight yeah, to the black, black plague? plague. <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> it could be any number of things. <laughs> Why did you have to start there? Right. But um, but yeah, so that poor cow gets it. Um, But yeah, it's it's kind of fun that way. Uh, when you when you do see the POV stuff, honestly, like whereas with Jaws, it's used to very great effect. Like it's freaky and it's creepy and it's it's scary. Yeah. When it's used in this movie, not so much. No. I mean, it's it's pretty funny, you know. Um. So that's that's good times. Um. Also, because it's like, you know, obviously a camera and a rig that's doing it. So. It's like knocking over like huge like fronds and <laughs> like a spider would not like affect yeah. it, but it's just like bulldozing things out of its path in front of it. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's get a really creepy uh, upskirt shot on a child yeah. from the spider POV. Well, yes, <laughs> and like, this I don't poor need to see up this kid's shirt. I know we felt we, we you feel uncomfortable when you see it. <laughs> I mean, I've I've raised two female <laughs> daughters, uh, and uh, you know that 
obviously I'm not a weird about any of that stuff with having raised them. But when you do see that scene, you're like, I, I feel like somebody's getting some enjoyment here that it <laughs> right. is not right. Like right. there's cameraman needs to be watched a little bit more closely as does Shatner who can't keep his hands off the kid's ass. Yeah. Um, but the maybe that's just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't want to think that it's anything weird, but it's, I just remember being like, you don't have to swat her butt every time you're in a scene with her. <laughs> right. This kid's already or going just, like, through her waist, right? This kid is going through hell on this shoot, by the way. The one scene where she is standing on a bed that is covered in spiders. <laughs> you watch it, and this poor kid can't be any older than four, and you're like, that kid is never going to be right. They yeah. will never be right no, again. And in that scene, that scene is probably <laughs> one of the best. Because, yeah, she's screaming. Shatter runs in. The bed is covered. He's like, jump to me. So she jumps to him, and he, like chucks her onto the ground (laughs) to then get the spiders off the bed you're knocking the spiders onto the floor yeah why idiot why didn't you just if you were gonna do that just have her jump on the floor right she's still covered in spiders like get those off her yeah and then do whatever you gotta do with the bed Right, right. And then the, there's the way that. He just fucking throws her down. He does. He just tosses so her like weird. a sack of potatoes on the ground. <laughs> My God. Um, and then there's the scene where that, that girl's mom, um, her a thirsty mom, is uh, is running out to save her because the little girl is swinging on a, a tree swing. And, you know, there's spiders all over the ground and the grass. And so the mother comes running out and my baby, my baby, and picks her up and goes running. And then, you know, the spiders somehow overcome the mother as she's running and she drops to the ground. Um, And that's fine. Okay. But then she's like, keeps yelling to the girl, like, don't look back, run as fast as you can. Meanwhile, the kid is already in the house and she's got like three more of those lines. Like, don't worry, just keep going. Like she's already closed and locked the door and you're talking to no one. has written you off mom <laughs> right don't forget me yeah. who said that yeah you are apparently like passable by everyone in your life like <laughs> no nobody needs you um no she's actually like her she's i like that actress she doesn't have much of a role but she's kind of um unconventionally pretty in her own way <laughs> yeah. um and uh but i like her they don't give her much to work she with be- but she might be like the character with with the most depth in this movie. Because, yeah, when Shatner yeah. shows up with the new doctor, you know, she goes in and cries. So it's yeah. like, and we get why. We're like, oh, she, like, had a thing for him. Now he's just bringing this new girl over, and she's just like, oh, right, I'm just his sister-in-law. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, no one else has a moment like that. Yeah, I will that's tell That's not related to a spider. I will tell you this. uh from experience actually years and years and years ago girls who you kind of have like even if it's just sort of hinting at having a thing with if you start dating somebody and then bring them to where that person is like their place of work yeah. they do not care for that right they don't enjoy that at all <laughs> and uh I, I learned that um but yeah so she has you're right though i mean she probably does have the most depth now it's not to say that there aren't characters that don't try to milk everything they can from their performances i'm thinking of uh, the farmer colby yeah uh-huh. uh who you know takes things to a pretty high emotional level uh kind of you know shockingly um but uh and and sometimes it doesn't always come off as great no 
but it is funny. It is funny. Um, and when he, you know, burns the uh, the spider hill that he's got in his yard, and he's like, "Burn in hell, burn in hell, you bastards!" And um, but he only lights one side of the spider hill because right. God knows they can't get out the other side. Um, so there's that, and I do like how that's supposed to convey like how smart these spiders are. Like they they said it. No one ever says it. Like oh, they're also becoming intelligent you know but it's like like there's one spot where because yeah colby has spiders in his car he drives his truck over a cliff and dies so one of the deputies goes to tell his wife and so then we get this long wide shot like from far in the distance of her getting the news and crying and as the camera pans back you see like one spider like like it's sitting there reveling in her getting the news about, you know, because they as the spiders just killed her husband, you know? Yeah. It's this weird, like, ah, yeah, yeah, like suck on it, lady. Like, like Dennis Hopper in a basement somewhere in speed, like just like, <laughs> right, you know, yeah. getting all worked up and excited for his evil plans coming together. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the when they burn the thing. They show like two spiders coming out of another hole. Yeah. And so I'm like, so only two survived or, <laughs> right. uh, or am I just supposed to be like, they're all getting out of this hole in the back. <laughs> they only show two spiders. Right. But yeah, it's, uh, it is, it, it's, um, it's kind of funny in it's schlockiness, which was only made more funny for me because of the closed captions that I had on it, where in that one scene that you're talking about, where the wife is being given the news, by the way, painstakingly slowly by the, by the a police officer yeah. who should just come right out and say it. He, she thinks it's something else that they're just going to shut their farm down right. and quarantine, quarantine their farm. And he just doesn't come out and say it. So she keeps thinking that's what it is. Yeah. And then he even She's hugs like her getting mad at him. Like, don't shut my farm down. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, I think maybe at some point he's waited too long and now he just can't. Yeah, say now it. he's just like, I, sorry, we have to quarantine. Okay. Gotta go. <laughs> yeah. By the way, your husband's dead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm gonna do it. Someone yeah. else has to go there. <laughs> but the thing is, is on my closed captions, when he, when you finally do figure out that she has figured it out because she's wailing and crying and yeah. they're hugging and everything, my anytime like sad or serious or intense music is playing, my closed <laughs> caption said applause. <laughs> So it's like this poor lady finds out that her like the only person in her life is dead. Applause. Applause. Yeah, it's so good. I laughed every time it happened. It was so great. Uh, yeah, good God. times. How do you mix that one up? <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. The music is pretty good. Meanwhile, jarring. someone's watching another movie, and every time there's adulation, it's like sad music. <laughs> right. What? <laughs> right. Yeah, like if you're watching like a uh, like the Oscars, like something with a ton of applause, or it's like sad, you know, <laughs> melancholic music. Uh, but uh, but yeah, um, I I in general, um, one thing that I thought was kind of of interesting about this movie, and and maybe I'm I'm off base about this, but they kind of really go to great lengths to, to show Shatner's like manliness through like kind of a cowboy persona. Yeah. Um, 
wasn't it a thing in the 70s? Like the, there was like a cowboy resurgence, like a kind of like a a little bit of a, a love affair with, I mean, maybe it was Urban Cowboy that did yeah, it well, or or in something. In the 70s or yeah. after that? Because oh. I remember my well, parents that bought. continued through like, like the 50s through, because Westerns on TV were yeah, well, yeah. huge. That's true. But I mean, like in the seven, like I remember my parents even buying, like they both bought cowboy hats. Sure. Like there was like a, like in belt buckles and stuff. Like, I think there was like a, like a fashion thing. Yeah, no, you're probably right. Cause yeah, I so, think my parents had, I don't, I, but at the, least cowboy boots. Right. And now you look at 2021 where we're at now. And is there any romance left for cowboys? I mean, that's no. not really celebrated anymore, is it? <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Well, we started being a little more honest about like really what was going on. Like we stopped yeah. romanticizing lawless murder. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's fair. That feels like progress, I guess. Yeah, yeah, you know. It's not as sexy, but yeah, we're getting somewhere. Um Where are the days where you could shoot a guy in a bar for looking at you wrong? Right, right. Yeah, we had it all figured out back then. <laughs> um yeah, it, it, you don't have crowded prisons that way. That's true. Yes. Um, here's a fun fact for you, and this actually might make you a little crazy. Uh, have you ever had or had touched or been around any sort of itching powder? You get it in, like, novelty stores? Yeah. Do you know what's in that? It's probably tarantula hair. It's exactly is, yeah, what it it's is. It's like a barb. Yeah, and they... They actually use tarantula hair in Gross. that itching powder. I know. Touching that again. <laughs> I know. That's it. The cast was having a hard time with that. Nobody was really I getting dumped a packet of that down my cousin's back once and just like inflamed. Oh my god. Bad. Yeah, it is like it's an irritant I'm like, for I sure. I thought it was a joke. Right. Yeah. Why aren't you itching <laughs> the guy yourself? At the store Yo. promised me it would be hilarious. Yeah. I didn't think we'd be at the fucking hospital, <laughs> right. for God's sake. Um so uh so we get this, um, we get a little bit of a, a siege thing going on when they eventually lock themselves in the lodge, which is, has a lot of uh, pretty hysterical like implications when we have Shatner running from the lodge to another place when he has to, you know, get out while, while they're still before they've completely boarded themselves up. And he is doing this really aggressive game of hopscotch <laughs> for like 50 spiders, yards. Yeah. And the, the question you ask yourself is, why not just step on them? Like, right. this is the thing. Why are they to, avoiding yeah. it? Like, I know as a person watching a movie why he's not. Yeah. But yes, that per and it's hilarious because the areas he runs, it's like spiders and then giant cleared out <laughs> circle. <you laughs> right. Know, Right. But he's like hitting them hard. So it looks like he's he does one like at the end, like a weird goose step over just like one spider. Yeah, I think it almost looks like he's going to step on it, but he doesn't. But forcefully steps over it. Shatner comes across, doesn't he, as one of those guys that like wants to look good in the scene oh, yeah. you know there's a there's another scene in the basement where he this, that was his action scene yeah that run right <laughs> and and another one close to it is when he is actually attacked in the basement when he goes to change the a fuse 
And uh, the the spiders kind of like all of a sudden have them, you know, by the back. They've come pouring in through a basement window. They're all over him. And he's holding a flashlight. But if you notice, like, he keeps holding the flashlight and aiming it at his face. Like, the whole time that he's struggling, even going up the stairs, he's, like, making sure that that light is right on his face, you know? Yeah. Because it's all about him. But uh, And also, uh, let's point out, I mean, I don't know if you've ever, like walked through a spider web in the woods or anything like you know the reaction you have you go ah! yeah your hands fly everywhere you do everything to get it off of you like, yeah that's what you do if you had a tarantula on your back but in this movie people get a spider on them they're like i cannot shake i'm just gonna well yeah. it looks like i'm done now no way to get these off at all it's kind of like like when someone gets electrocuted and like all of their muscles tighten and they yes. lock up. Yes. That's what he does. Yeah, when the spider's on his back, he's doing this weird like bicep pose. You yeah, know? like yeah, flex. His arms are bent. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like brush that shit off. First of all, throw down the fucking flashlight. Get it out of your face. Yeah, and then brush Use yourself. Use the flashlight or do that. To brush them off of you. And and it should be easy to do. Now we know that these spiders are, you know, obviously aggressive for whatever reason. But um, you'll be happy to know that tarantulas are pretty shy around people. Um, they don't they don't really like to engage humans at all. Mm-hmm. And in fact, in this movie, they had to use like air tubes and fans and stuff just to get them to like go towards people yeah. because they just have a, a natural aversion to to humans. But it kind of makes you wonder. Um, if the audition process for this movie was just, can you have spiders crawl all over you? Sure. If someone said yes, fuck yeah, you're in the movie. Because these people really do get some tarantulas crawling on their ass. I mean, yeah. like they're, the especially when Colby's in the truck and that one's just crawling uh, on his back. Oh, like it's, it's creepy. And they fall out of the visor. That's like, oh yeah. That is, as since I've seen this movie the first time, <laughs> always I'm like, I know nothing's going to happen, but it's just, I'm like, someday I'm going to open this visor and two tarantulas are going to fall out of it. Uh, that's after every leaf turns into a spider. <laughs> <laughs> that's the next uh, progression. Oh, wow. That's actually a really cool idea. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's terrifying, but it's cool. Um, speaking of cool things, uh, and back to my uh, hilarious subtitles and closed captioning. Uh, there's a scene where Shatner is kind of like like reeling with the death of his brother's uh, wife or widow, and um, like he's just kind of a little bit in shock. And he's saying, um, you know, they they kept biting her after she was dead. But my closed caption just said, "I kept biting her after she was dead." <laughs> I'm like, this has gotten real kinky, real fast. Yeah, they finally, he's like, "Well, all right, yeah, right." <laughs> yeah like you know then he doesn't have to feel bad about yeah. it you know but it's- it makes more sense uh actually now thinking back because i'm thinking to the first scene between those two because yeah he's got the lasso and he's gonna like rope her in and then they kind of like roll around on the ground a little bit and then he like fucking throws her off of him yeah almost with disgust yes and I'm just like what yeah what a mixed message are you sending here he loves throwing women in this movie, he apparently. Does. Speaking of women, like, when was the last time you saw a child named Linda? <laughs> well, yeah, not. <laughs> it's been a you while. don't see that anymore. No, you don't. Is that what the little girl's name yeah, is? Yeah, Linda. Linda. <laughs> it's so weird to think about, like, a three-year-old named Linda. 
But um, but speaking of time in general, that it's it's uh, I'm sure you had the same experience that I did watching this from '77. Um, now I was, you know, whatever two years old when this actually came out. But I mean, I do have very vivid memories of the 1970s, and um, I mean, there I was very young. But this movie really, like, when you see some of the fashion, you see some of the interiors, you're like. God, I remember the world looking like this, mm-hmm. and uh, and it did. Like if you if if, if like a twenty year old watched this now, they would you know be like, oh my God, did people really wear that, or did things really did they really paint stuff like pale mint green all over the place? Yeah, yes, they did. <laughs> they could not get enough of it. Um, so yeah, it's kind of neat that way. The look of it. Um, I don't know. If I, I wish more professional women dressed like. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, she, she, Tiffany Bowling does. Yeah, fucking outfits are so nice. She looks this. so cool. She looks like a, I don't know, like a like an adventurer. You know, like she looks like a rich, like a wealthy person on like a like a adventurous vacation. Yeah, you know. Yeah, she's not afraid of anywhere she's going. She's got those badass sunglasses. Yeah, those like kind of like uh, cop shades, but dude. And I will give it up for her. Uh, I mean, I guess she took this role because she you know hey i think she liked the political message behind like the pesticides and stuff like that but also uh she was not afraid of spiders to the point like because i'm sure even like an actor would be like yeah i'm not afraid of spiders but uh don't want to handle them or anything like she's immediately they kind of set up like a jump scare where in any other movie you're like oh the spider pops out like it crawls into a drawer and you're like, here's where it pops out and gets her. But she's just like, oh, there you. Hey, what are you doing here? And then picks it up. And I'm like, oh, God, she's picking it up. Then later, just watching her hand, like professionally handling this spider where she gets it out of the jar, then like presses down on the top of it to pinch it. And I was just like, oh, shit, like that looks so professional. But she had just like no reservation about doing it. It looked like. The because she's an arachnologist, yes, whatever that is, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm just like I couldn't imagine seeing an actor do that in a movie today. It's a it's a really great point that you make because I think that a lot of people forget. Uh, you kind of take it for granted, even when you see somebody doing what might seem like a mundane task to do it on film or to do it on stage is a pain in the ass <laughs> yeah. because you're you're I mean, obviously, you're you're working with your line delivery, you're working with your interplay with your other actors. And I've been in a show where I had to nail boards up. I was in uh, Night of the Living Dead and uh, nailing boards up and that sort of thing. And I had to kind of fake it yeah. uh, because, you know, we couldn't be like nailing because they had, the boards had to come on and off. So that was just an absolute pain in my ass. It was like 60% of my effort in that show was dealing with those fucking boards. But people forget about like just the the nuts that actors have to like make this shit work. Like for her to handle that spider, like you're talking about in such a professional way, like kudos to her. Like, I mean, at that point you really believe like, yeah, she, maybe she is a scientist, you know? Um, and that's, I mean, that's just as hard for that actor to do as any other person, but she nails it. Yeah. You know, she, she does great. I did find myself watching her a lot, just her reaction yeah. to things. Cause yeah. there's a lot of just like talking and it's, I mean, it was okay. It was just a lot of like 
yeah, I mean, what else do you do here? So right. it's, you know. But she's always cute to watch. Like, oh, sure. like her reactions are, you know, like you said, they're, it's not the world's greatest acting that you've ever seen, but it's kind of, it's really charming. Like, yeah, it's not stiff or yeah. anything. Yeah, she's It helps that she's good. pretty. I mean, she's she's very pretty. But um, Yeah, let's get this out of the way. She's attractive. Yes, that and yes. And that's kind of what I was, that's what I was excited about. Like, yes, Hollywood, uh, women older than 18 can still be attractive, like, and much older than 18. Um, But uh, yeah, she's super cute. She's, um, the outfits are fantastic. Yeah. Any over 30. Yeah. I mean, yeah, (laughs) but no, she's awesome. She's great. Um, And that's the thing. I mean, I've seen some movies before where they had people cast as, like very specific vocations and, and it sucks when you just don't buy it and it doesn't have anything to do with male or female. It's just whether or not the person resonates with that, that vocation. Like I never for a second believed that the one doctor in blade is a doctor, like the female character that is like a, yeah. a like an oncologist or something. Yeah. There's just nothing about her that read <laughs> oncologist. To right. Me. Has nothing to do with race, gender, anything like that at all. It just, you want to be able to there there should be some this sort is of any James Bond movie where the female lead is also a scientist. You're like, no, sure. You're right, a model. Right. You're yeah, a right. Model. You're right. Um uh, but yeah, so no, but she in and conversely to that, I mean, she you buy it. Like she seems very confident, like you said. There's a little bit of uh you know, a little uh, a nice dose of um, some women's lib thrown in there um, and not in, in, in like an ironic way. Like, I think they're trying to make a point about the fact that, hey, you're not going to push me around just because I'm a woman, even right. though he does manhandle her from time to time. Yeah, he's very persistent. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Never to a creepy, you know. Yeah. He, I, I guess he reads the signs well. Like, there are a couple of times where, like, there's one where he just goes in for a kiss. Yeah. Or that he picks her up and throws her into her car and <laughs> yeah, then gets in it and drives. Too, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he's he's pretty forward that way. But um yeah, but but overall the interplay b- between the characters is is really good. I there's the one character of the lady that runs the lodge where they kind of uh you know, all hole up and and uh, her character is fine, I suppose. Like, she does come across as that sort of, like, salt-of-the-earth person that she's yeah. supposed to be. She looks like so. I could not stop thinking about. And I think who I think that she looks like is a man. But I can't oh. <laughs> I can't picture who it is. But uh, but she does a fine job. Um, and, uh, yeah, the, the whole thing all the way around, it's, it's not like watching a movie to just absolutely laugh at because it's so inept. Yeah. The directing is fine. I mean, there's there's some shots like we've talked about that are a little silly, but um I mean overall it's it's capturing what it has to, yeah. you know. Um it's not goofy in in its direction. There's some cool uh like I give them credit for, you know, at least like the the biplane. They've got yeah. like a camera on the wing, you know, shots from inside the cockpit. So you got a little really nice real shots of that plane well bud cardos is a uh is a stuntman actually the director is started in in uh being a stunt player he was in like uh 
Oh, like old biker movies like Satan's Sadists and uh-huh. like those like Hell's Angels movies that they would make in the late 60s and stuff. Um, so, yeah, I think that's where we get we do get some good action. We get some good stunts, some explosions yeah. and stuff. Speaking of that biplane, though, holy God, like it is just hysterical. Like like you said, maybe it's a genuine reaction for how you would scream if you're in an airplane and yeah. you can't get out. But he and I don't mean this. I honestly don't mean this in any sort of weird or derogatory way. But I'm like, that guy is screaming like a little bitch. Like I, mean, Dude, I point you to home alone. What happens in home alone when he puts the spider on Daniel Stern's face? Uh, true. Exact same scream. <laughs> that true. is how. You would scream. I don't care if you're like, <laughs> spiders don't bother me. If someone placed a tarantula on your face, that is exactly how you would scream. Yeah. And he does it like. And if you had six of them crawling up your legs in a plane. Yeah. You've got nowhere you to go. You might be right. You might be right. Um, but yeah, it's it's funny. So there's there are some bits in there to to laugh at. There's there's a whole bunch of stuff in there that that's. A little goofy, but it, it's not enough to make the movie seem like it's somehow uh, inadequate or inept. Um, like there's that scene where the one guy says um, he's describing how the victims are sort of they become wrapped in like a, a webbing, you uh-huh. know, after the spiders get a hold of them. And he's like, uh, it was wrapped in a cocoon like a, a, a package. And I'm like, or a caterpillar? Maybe, maybe you should have yeah. said that instead. But because uh, or that's exa- a spider, <laughs> or a spider, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is not a new thing, right? But uh, yeah, so there's there's some some goofy lines here or there, but um, but overall, I I think that uh, it's it's not that the movie is made with a lack of talent. It's not that um, the idea is bad because I don't think you're you know. I don't think you're in the minority when it comes to spiders being a fear for you. There's no. a lot of people that are that do not like spiders. It's a very popular fear. Yeah. So I think that's Which, probably yeah, why do so many people have that fear? Well, that's that's a good question. Is it the is it the legs? Is it the movement? Is it the is there something? It's all of it. That yeah. you, and you feel like Check yes to everything you and you get even though it's just perceived by you but you there's something instinctual in you that feels sinister in in their intent oh yeah yeah they're out to get you they're coming for me <laughs> i love that and that's why that. you know i i try to not hurt a spider because then i know it's friends <laughs> i'm coming right. for revenge little jaws for action yeah <laughs> yeah no matter yeah. where i move right <laughs> Yeah, no, it's uh, I, it makes for a good movie. It does make for a good villain. Um, you know, you got to put a little bit of plausibility aside, you know, when you're watching this. But then again, you know, I don't know if if uh, there is one bit of of reality that I if you think about it, it makes a lot of sense. If you had a town that was ravaged by not 5000, let's just say it's three terrorizing grizzly bears everybody would leave everybody would get in their car and they would leave why because bears are huge they're loud they make noise they're they right. roar they have these giant claws these giant teeth you would get the fuck out but you with spiders you would maybe stay till it's too late because what they're small they're little spiders yeah, yeah. what are they spiders. gonna do right so it is plausible that a spider problem could get out of hand before the town would evacuate yeah so that's kind of cool which it does yeah and then they all come out all at once yes 
And it's and here's and my issue with the movie is because they yeah, like the whole town is essentially attacked. But the it, it kind of runs out of steam. They don't really have anything to do. There's really no ending to this movie. There is an ending, and it's like the famous bit and the bit everyone remembers, or mm-hmm. even if you haven't seen it, you probably know it. And that is, you know, they wake up the next morning and look out, and the whole town is just covered in spider webs. Um, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess they lost. I don't know, but they can still see out that window, so that building's not covered in spider webs. But also, the scene right before that is when William Shatner is attacked. Now, he's in the basement that's full of spiders, right? They're, they've boarded up the windows and doors and everything <clears throat> to keep the spiders out. Plugged up vents. <laughs> There's one part, like, you know if you open a vent, a spider is going to fall out. Stop opening vents. Um. So, But he goes down in the basement. There are already spiders there. Then a window... They finally bust the window open. This, it just looks like it opens. Yeah. They didn't even break the window. It just right. kind of swings open. Now he's covered in them. There is an open window in the ba- a good, you know, two foot by three foot window that's open. And no one seems to give a fuck. Right. It's like that. Like that. And then that's kind of the end of the movie. Yeah. They're they're, they're so like doomed. the climax is he gets bitten. But then he's fine. Yeah. But apparently their venom is five times stronger. Be consistent with that if you're going to add that in. Right. Because he's got 15 spiders on him. And as you pointed out, the best, like, choreographed reveal. Because he, like, walks in and he's like, spiders. And does kind of this slow turn so you can see them all on his back. And then he, like, turns back around and collapses <laughs> on the floor right in front of the camera. Hitting his mark perfectly. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it is a great... But yeah, like, what about those spiders that were on him? Right. That window is open now. And as you pointed out, at ground level, like, right, where yes. they seem to be coming from the most. <laughs> yeah. No, you're exactly right. That's the kind of thing that as somebody who had a fear of spiders would, it, that it would resonate with them. Because it's like, if a spider's on you and you brush it off, and for other people, maybe it's like, okay, crisis averted. But for you, it's like, that spider is still here. Yes. It's right there where I brushed it down to. And so, yeah. If you're lucky enough to keep track of where it went. Normally, <laughs> right. it's, fuck, where did it go? Yes. Yeah. So there's there's a lot it's of in like. in my hair. Now I have to shower. Yeah. It's a lot of out of sight, out of mind. Like, maybe if they just close their eyes, they'll be fine. Because apparently, <laughs> if you can't see the spider, like, you know, it's it's done and gone. Um, so, no, you're right, though. The the ending. OK, so what are we supposed to gather from that? Like they talk about the cocoon thing being like that. That's what they do to their food. Right. Yeah. So that what the spiders do. So if they are trapped within this giant cobweb, you know, stretching over the whole area and town and everything. I, you can't imagine that any sort of authorities are going to go in there and try to rescue people bit right. by bit. They're probably just going to bomb it or burn it or yeah, whatever. I would say that's the next scene is the military yeah. nuking that just town. Wacoing that thing. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's like, um, I, I don't know. Is there any other conclusion that we can draw other than they all die? Right. That seems like I it. assume it's centralized 
here. Yeah. It's not like now every town in America is covered in spider webs. Yeah. It's just this one town. That's And are they all content down there now? Like, can I move freely outside the city limits? Right. No, it's a good point. It's like, you know, they they have their kingdom now, as the name would imply. I mean, it's a great visual. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, people remember it and talk about it. But at the same time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And it is. And, and when I like watching it as a kid, I, I remember such a creepy feeling seeing that, that yeah. ending. I don't know if as a kid, it might've been one of the first movies that I saw that, that did have like a downbeat ending. Like, cause usually when you watch kids stuff, it's like a happy ending for everything. Right. So that kind of uh, struck me. But then when I watched it now, it's like, oh, my God, is that a painting? Like as a kid, like it just looked like, oh, my God, the whole town is covered. Now it is like very clearly like an acrylic, not even an oil painting. It's like an acrylic painting um, that looks like a craft that somebody's mom would do. Um, But yeah, but I mean, the idea of it is cool. Yeah. And it's I I don't know. I I think the movie has a lot going for it. Like, just look at the name, like Kingdom of Spiders, like Kingdom of the Spiders. Like that sounds that sounds neat. It sounds cool. It sounds creepy. Um, Better than like Spider Town. (laughs) You know, like they could have like gone like a shittier way with it. But um, yeah, it's like, I don't know. I I, eight legs to sundown. Right. There you go. (laughs) But I uh, I think that. I think that uh, this movie does exactly what it wants to do, what it's supposed to do, and it's probably got layers and layers of unintentional humor that we can enjoy now. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, when it came out in 77, I bet it was probably pretty gripping for most people, I would think. Uh, yeah, I think it probably did its job. I mean, had there been a big-ass spider movie other than there were those movies in the 50s that were like the the, you know insects out of control right all that kind of thing yeah uh and there was that movie tarantula which is what i always confuse with this it was like a tarantula i think came out in 55 okay and which um might have been the movie because I, I know what i saw was black and white yeah it's probably tarantula kid. and it's i think it's even done with an exclamation point at the end oh. so it's like tarantula <laughs> um but uh yeah that was probably what you saw um dude but, this movie was one when I was a kid in the, you know, I would always pick this box up in the video store. Morbid curiosity. Oh, yeah. But in my mind, like thinking back, because I remember only looking at the back a couple times because just seeing spiders then was a no go. I can at least like look at them now. Uh, but even seeing one would just make me want to vomit. And in my mind, I like the spiders were different colors. Like, I swear, Hmm. like I would have put money on it that there was a picture of the dude in the plane and he had like a green, like a green tarantula on him. Oh, wow. And I was just like, oh, my God, they're like different colors. dude! No way. (laughs) So, yeah. So then like watching it as an adult, I was like, okay, at least it's like grounded in some sort of reality where it's not just like insanity going on. (laughs) Do you remember speaking of those movie boxes? Do you remember um, the movie box for ants? Uh, With the two people with the like half naked lady. on Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Very well endowed (laughs) woman with ants covering her chest. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But that was kind of like that was like the little bit of like free porn that you would get as like an eight year old. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Little sneak peek there. (laughs) 
It's nice. I mean, I'm just ashamed that it has to be covered with ants, but I'll take what I can get. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't blame those ants. No, right. Yeah, they've got the right idea. Um, But no, I I am glad that we picked this movie. I was, uh, I had kind of the fear that I have sometimes when we're going back and watching an older movie where it's like, oh my God, is this just going to suck? Like, I mean, I, I remembered liking it as a kid, but um, super fun watch. Yeah. I, I mean, and I watched it twice. Like I watched it yesterday and we watched it today. Yeah. And I, I loved it both times. I mean, it's super watchable, fun, like we like to say, <laughs> and uh, not really scary for me, but it's definitely... Like I told you, I, I don't have a spider thing, but I mean, there are some scenes where you're just, it makes your skin crawl. Yeah. yeah. See, for me, like when he's brushing the spiders out of his truck, I'm like, oh, oh God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he gave it, me the willies. Yeah. If it, if it pauses you from finishing your Jimmy John's, then you know something, right. something's happening. But, uh, I'll never be able to finish that sandwich now. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I uh, I I recommend it. Do you recommend this movie? I do recommend it. It's fun, uh, and we have a mutual friend who loved this movie when we were in high school and tried to get me to watch it several times, and I did eventually. But this is only the second time I've seen it, and it's got all the beats that I remember. And yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, I I think so. Yeah, there's. Uh, I mean, the, again. The, it, we always like to give advice on how it's to like watch no a movie. Scene I hate. Yeah. You know? No. And yeah, what 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 is creepy with the spiders is creepy, and then everything else is kind of funny. You yeah. know, like you can have a good time with it. So yeah, don't don't watch this like oh you know uh, Tim and Andy said that you know Kingdom of the Spiders is this really awesome movie. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. No, w- watch it with the the entertainment factor yeah. in mind. You'll so. probably also be watching it with the riff tracks. Yeah, or, yeah. If yeah, if Let's you can get your hands on it, it. Right. or find that really good YouTube. Yeah, you can find anything on YouTube. All right, all right, cool, cool. All right, let's wrap this one up. Okay, so that was Kingdom of the Spiders from 1977. Uh, next up, Summer of Fear continues. Now we're gonna delve into some of Tim's fears, mm-hmm. fear of losing your mind, <laughs> going a little crazy. <laughs> so we're gonna go to 1990. We're gonna watch Jacob's Ladder. Which you've I've, never seen. I've never seen it, and I feel like everybody else on the planet has. Yeah, I mean, it was I've only a, seen it once. It was a popular movie, though, when it came out. Like, I remember people being like, um, or I should, I don't know if I should say, like. People er- talked about it. It wasn't a hit. Whoever saw it was affected. People talked about it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was one of those, oh, my God, have you seen this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I did, I was not There's one of those some people. moments. Like, I was, probably the whole movie is not, like stellar but man i know there are some moments where you're just like what the fuck is going on (laughs) i can't wait but yeah i remember liking it a lot so i can't wait to watch it again i already did watch it again (laughs) it was great all right but that's next week uh check us out uh slumberpodcastmassacre.com is our website you can email us, uh, slumberpodcast at gmail.com. A huge thank to our patrons. You help make this possible. Uh, please throw us a uh, you know a rate and a review on wherever you get your podcasts and are able to do that. That'd be nice for us. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, that's next. Tim, do you got anything else to say about Kingdom of the Spiders? Well, just not so specifically to that, but I, I can assure you I have some worksheets that we can go over if you want to. It's uh, 
something that I've been working on in, in my spare time. I've, I've been uh, working with some um, therapeutic uh, sessions and, uh-huh. and ideas, and I have some worksheets that you and I can sit down and go through something to where we can put it together and you can be rest assured that leaves will never, ever turn into spiders. <laughs> that that is an irrational thought and we'll walk all the way through it and then by the end of it, you'll you'll feel great. I've never been more certain it's going to happen than now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye, Tim. Bye. Bye.